Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today, we're focused on, on the topic, I trust you, Lord, based on our reading of Judges chapter 11, verse 30 and 31. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Ammon into mine hands, then it shall be that whosoever cometh forth of the door of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. Making a vow to God is a very serious thing. When we trust in the Lord with all of our heart, we really don't have to make any vow unto Him in order for Him to act in our favor. In the story of Jephthah, the Lord is reminding us to be careful of the vows that we make unto Him when we want Him to act in our favor. Let us examine carefully the vow that Jephthah made unto the Lord and the result. In Judges chapter 11, verse 30 to 31, and then 34 to 40, the word of the Lord said the following, And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord, and said, If thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Ammon into mine hand, then it will be that whosoever cometh forth of the door of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. And Jephthah came to Mizpah unto his house. And behold, his daughter came out to meet him with timbrels and with dance, and she was his only child. Besides her, he had neither son nor daughter. And it came to pass, when he saw her, that he rent his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, thou hast brought me very low, and thou art one of them that trouble me, for I have opened my mouth unto the Lord, and I cannot go back. And she said unto him, My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which proceedeth out of thy mouth. For as much as the Lord has taken vengeance for thee of mine enemies, even of the children of Ammon, and he said, and she said unto her father, Let this thing be done for me. Let me alone two months, that I may go up and down unto the mountains, and bewail my virginity, I and my fellows. And he said, Go. And he sent her away for two months. And she went with her companions and bewailed her virginity unto the mountains. And it came to pass at the end of the two months that she returned unto her father, who did with her according to his vow which he had vowed, and she knew no man. And it was a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went yearly to lament the daughter of Jephthah the Gileadite four days in a year. In this story, the Lord is reminding us to be careful of the vows that we make to Him. The Lord is also reminding us that we don't have to make any vow in order for Him to act in our favor. We need to stand back to see the salvation of the Lord. 
we need to have confidence in God's ability to deliver us from our enemies with us having to make such a rash, without, sorry, us having to make such a rash type of vow as Jephthah did. Had Jephthah just prayed unto the Lord and leave the matter in his hand, he would not have had to sacrifice his only child. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, these are the things that he said. One, there, that there may be reminders of distrust and doubting even, even in the hearts of true and great believers. Jephthah had reason enough to be confident of success, especially when he found the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And yet, now that it comes to the settling, he seems to hesitate. Verse 40. If thou wilt without fear deliver them in my hands, then I will do as so and so. And perhaps the snare into which his vow brought him was designed to correct the weakness of his faith and a fun conceit he had that he could not promise himself a victory unless he proffered something considerable to be given to God in lieu of it. Number two, that we have great need to be very cautious and well advised in the making of such vows, lest by indulging a present emotion even of pious zeal, we entangle our own consciences involve ourselves in perplexity and are forced to, to at least to say before the angel that it was an error. It is a snare to a man hastily to devour that which is holy without due consideration. Let Jephthah's harm be our warning in this matter. Number three, that what we have solemnly vowed to God we must conscientiously perform, if it be possible and lawful, though it be ever so difficult and grievous to us. Jephthah's sense of powerful obligation of his bow must always be ours. End of quote. I pray that as we reflect on this story, we will ask the Lord to help us to learn from it the many lessons that have been enlightened. I pray that we will continue to surrender totally to the control of the Holy Spirit so that we will always put our trust in the Lord, knowing that we don't have to make a vow unto Him for His actions to be in our favor. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the reminder. We ought to be careful about the vows we make. Help us, Lord, to learn the important lessons from the story of Jephthah. Help us, Lord, to have faith and trust in you, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled